Welcome to Game Opinions episode 61. I'm your host, Kalman, and today I'm joined by my other host, Dakota. Hello. Dakota, what is going on? Not much, not much, Kalman. I'm excited to be back here talking about gaming news. Yeah, it's it has been a little while, but there has been some things that have happened that I've been kind of itching to talk about. I just kind of wanted to have a accumulation of things uh, to kind of go over. So I guess our list of topics today are going to include the new PlayStation VR controllers. We also have some Switch Pro rumors, and then we're going to talk about this uh, so-called uh, Mario funeral that's been floating around the internet. R.I.P. Mario. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess without further ado, we'll go ahead and hop into the PlayStation VR controllers. Now, Dakota, I think it was probably a couple weeks ago now, play, uh, Sony revealed on their PlayStation blog that there's going to have uh, some new PlayStation VR controllers for a new PlayStation VR headset that will be coming out at some point in the future. Looking at the controllers, they look very different than the PlayStation Move controllers, which really, you know, truth be told, weren't really designed for VR originally in their uh, their purpose. So just, you know, first impressions of the controllers, I think they look pretty sweet. How about you? Yeah, I do too. I think it's way overdue considering when did the, the wands come out, like PS3, I think is when they were released. Yeah, and I'm um, assuming that's probably what they were left over from. <laughs> Way overdue. Uh, they look much more VR friendly. You you because you need with with some of the other headsets that come out, they use a similar controller to this that you can like grip with an open hand as opposed mm-hmm. to like the wand, which doesn't really translate as well. So um, I like it. I think it'll be much much better. And I think it was way overdue for sure. Yeah, I think one really cool thing is that it seems like these are taking a lot of inspiration. One from those, you know, other VR controllers like Oculus. And it's also, though, taking a lot of features that the uh, DualSense has, um, which, you know, has obviously been a really well-received controller. I know you have, you know, spoken very highly of it in previous episodes. And then, of course, you know, off off podcast as well. So just a list of some of the features that they're they're bringing in. This is according to the PlayStation blog. So we have adaptive triggers. We have haptic feedback, finger touch detection. Um, So basically that means that the uh, the ring, I guess, that goes around your fingers can kind of detect where they're they're going similar to what Oculus does. And then they have uh, tracking, which apparently this is going to be a little bit different. Obviously, the wands you have the two light orbs on the top and along with the PlayStation VR headset as well, you have the different lights that are scattered across that headset. It's looking to me that this new VR controller is going to be ditching that camera system altogether. The description they have here says the VR controller is tracked by the new VR headset through a tracking ring across the bottom of the controller. So going to be kind of interesting to see what they do. I imagine it's going to be something similar to what Oculus does, which, you know, obviously is going to make this a much more capable, you know, VR solution. So um, they also are including analog sticks and action buttons. If you are familiar with the PlayStation Move, there was kind of like a nunchuck controller. If I remember correctly, though, it was not uh, motion 
uh, capable. That's why they weren't able to use that for the VR. So, you know, they had just the two wands. There's no analog sticks on there. So moving was always kind of a little bit weird. You have to like hold a button and kind of move the controller in a way, which wasn't terrible, but not perfect. It's going to be nice to have actual buttons and analog sticks on these controllers. I, I think the haptic feedback is going to be awesome too with the the triggers. I, I, the, the PlayStation 5 controller is just so good. I've been playing a lot of 2K lately. And, you know, for example, in that game, if, if you're trying to back down, you know, a, a smaller defender, you know, the L2 or R2 button that you're using, um, it just like goes right down with basically zero muscle needed, you know, to push it down. And then if you're trying to back down a bigger guy, it's, you know, you're practically you know, <laughs> using two hands to get that button down, to try to back them <laughs> down. So it's really neat. And, and the haptic feedback, I, I really, it's, it's such a small thing. I mean, like cell phones have had that for a while, but like video games really have it. And while it might not seem like a big deal, anybody that's played with the PlayStation 5 controller will tell you it makes a big difference. So I'm excited to see how they're able to incorporate that with the headset. Yeah, I'm interested to see if the haptic feedback, you know, in combination with the VR if that makes it a more immersive experience, like when you're in there. I, th- I think so, because like when you're, for example, I know there's an Oculus game where you're like climbing like a mountain. Maybe you'll start to get like some vibration on your hands, like you're losing a grip or something. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of cool things I think they could do with it for yeah. sure. So I, I'm definitely, definitely all for it. I'm excited to see it. I'm ex- I, did it say when it's coming out? It did not. Um, it it still hasn't shown off the new headset, which, like like I said earlier, I think it's going to you know more or less be similar to what they have now. They're just going to kind of take away those uh, those little light patches, and I'm assuming that they'll probably you know it's going to just have a single wire. Some people were bummed out about that. It's not going to be completely wireless, unfortunately, like a lot of the uh, the new Oculus offers are, like the Quest. But you know, one wire is better than the crazy wire jungle that they have currently with the uh, original PlayStation VR. So um, I'm actually probably most excited about that. Yeah, I, I it is interesting. Um, I definitely feel like with VR, not having to be tethered down would be a, a plus. Mm-hmm. But I'm wondering like what pros and cons, you know, outweighed to just be like, hey, you know, we're going to put a wire on this guy. I mean, I guess if it's only one, it's not that big of a deal. But yeah. I, Depending on your setup, I mean, I would like the flexibility of not having to worry about being tied down, but I'm sure, yeah. you know, I, I have faith in it. Yeah, I, I definitely I definitely would like that too. But yeah, so I'm excited about this because I've always said that the weakest part of the PlayStation VR was the controllers. Uh, I thought that the controllers were always the weakest part just because one, it's not perfect tracking. You're using that camera. You have to stay within the camera's uh, view, basically. Um, I always thought that was the weakest part. Um, the headset movement, not terrible, but once again, you're still kind of limited as to where you can go. And then, of course, in- including, you know, the controllers, you know, the console itself was, I think, the second weakest part of that chain. And obviously, with this new headset, you're swapping out the PlayStation 4 slash PlayStation 4 Pro for the much more powerful PlayStation 5, which is going to pay dividends in the performance of the headset. And then, you know, the third biggest part of the headset was the resolution, which they're going to change for this new one. So it's a completely new system altogether. You know, it's kind of like the VR equivalent of going from PlayStation original to PlayStation 2. So, I'm man, I'm actually pretty excited about this. Yeah, hopefully we get a release date soon. Hopefully it's not like the PlayStation 5 where they made us wait what felt like forever <laughs> to get a release yeah. date. So yeah, hopefully we see more in the coming months. 
Yeah. And then, of course, once it releases, it'll be scalped for, you know, at least five months oh, after. Yeah, you know that's going to happen. Oh, man. Yeah, I can't wait. I guess we'll go ahead then and move on to the next thing that I just kind of wanted to touch on. And I honestly don't have a whole bunch of stuff to say about this one, but it's the the Switch Pro rumors that have kind of surfaced. A lot of people are saying now, a lot of reports, speculation that the new Switch Pro is going to release at the end of the year, some people are saying they think it's going to be like $399 or $499. And I just wanted to say, I, I've mentioned this before, like this is probably like almost over a year ago now that I mentioned this, but I think that the whole like reporting on the Switch Pro thing, it, it's just so overplayed because at some point in time, people are going to say it and it's going to come true. It's inevitable. It'll come true. I just think it's kind of cheap. <laughs> just you know, constantly reporting on it. it's like, look, guys, I got it right. Well, yeah, but you also said it like twenty times throughout the last three years. Eventually, you're going to get it right. Plus, like, that's uh, just like the life of a console. Now you come yeah. out with one, and then you get a pro version sometime like halfway through its lifespan. Yeah, you know, it's happened with literally every console since what PS3. I mean, I guess the PS3 didn't really get like a pro version. But the PS4 did and the Xbox did. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just kind of how it works now. You know, technology advances so quick. It's not like the old days where you put out a console and that was your console for 10 years before you could justify, you know, putting new technology in there. Now they can make minor things. Like I saw with this, they're saying it's maybe going to be like an OLED screen, maybe like, yeah. you know, probably be faster. I think they said it's going to like play better in the docking station. I don't know if it'll be enough to justify if you already own one, but I guess it's, you know, if you're a new Switch owner, it could be cool. Yeah, it's odd. I feel like a lot of people are like, they like to overprice things. I can guarantee you that Nintendo would not go past $350 on this thing if it, you know, was as powerful as people are saying. There's just no way. I mean, they know that's not a winning, that's not a winning price for uh you know this what they have here yeah new iterations of systems are not new at all you know nintendo's done it for the last you know two versions of their handhelds in terms of making a more powerful system you know you went from the ds lite to the dsi added cameras a better cpu and then you have the 3ds which went to the new 3ds which added a c-stick additional uh shoulder buttons and then also a more powerful cpu as well better frame rate for some games it's kind of you know the the reality of the the console uh, life cycle now. So it's inevitably, it's inevitably going to happen. It's just a matter of when, and you know, this year might be the year it finally does. And then we can, you know, stop talking about it. Yeah. I would say if they could get like 4k gaming, that would be pretty sweet. Uh, just because <clears> like, imagine some of these like Mario games, uh, you know, breath of the wild and 4k, I think that would be probably pretty incredible. Oh yeah. But I, you know, I have a launch switch, so would I get it? I don't know. It is interesting. It's, it's something I'll keep an eye on, I think. And yeah, like you said, it's it's a self-fulfilling prophecy because they're going to come out with it at one point. So <laughs> it's just a matter. It's not even, you know, uh, if it's when at this point. Yeah. I just think, I don't know. I feel like the, <laughs> the games media needs to kind of cool it on it because it's just like, guys, it's, it's, we know, <laughs> we understand it's going to happen. <laughs> like stop trying to be on the forefront. Like, just let it happen. So, yeah, I just kind of wanted to, I guess, rant a little bit about it. Just because, I mean, it's it's been ever since the Switch has come out. Hey, Switch Pro maybe this year or Switch this, Switch that. And, yeah, it's just, uh, hopefully it just comes out and <laughs> we don't talk about it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see. As just like with the VR and PS5s and she's even Switches for a little while, probably get scalped anyway. So, uh, oh, God. I might yeah, you right. I wanted to get it, you know, right away. I probably won't even be able to. I think... Switches just became available again. 
I mean, yeah. for a while during quarantine, you could not get them at all. Um, yeah, that is true. Can, so it's wild, man. I guess we'll uh, we'll hop into this uh, this new thing that's kind of been sweeping across the internet this week. I think has kind of uh, been a big thing for it, and that, of course, is the uh, proclaimed Mario funeral, which is actually today as of recording. Uh, March 31st. So Dakota, I, I I had a, I had to ask you this, this question. So do you think that what Nintendo is doing and that the most notable game to this Mario funeral, the one that is going away is Mario, Super Mario 3D all-stars. Do you think that this was a genius thing for Nintendo to do? Or do you think that this was a really dirty thing for Nintendo to do? I think it's both. (laughs) I think it's it's dirty and it's genius. Because, so, number one, I love how, like, the internet just came together and it's just, like, tired of Nintendo shit. It was like, you know what? This is the day that Mario dies. (laughs) It just collectively decided that they're going to have a funeral for him today. But, like, why? It doesn't make any sense to, to pull this game and I was even hearing some lingering thoughts or, or some rumors that like Nintendo isn't even going to allow the physical versions to be sold at retailers. So like they're not going to ring up. It just it doesn't make any sense. And they <laughs> do this artificial you know rarity with everything they come out with. I can understand with like the NES, the SNES. They can't print those forever, even though yeah. they I mean, they probably could have when they came out because you had scalpers selling them for five, six, seven times the value of them. But like, I don't know why they love just taking things away or making them limited. I read a few theories. I read one that it, you know it makes sure that they don't you know they get like a guaranteed you know sales figure, right? Because if if they only produce a certain amount, they know that if they produce more, they could probably sell more you know than if they just produced a limited amount, but yeah. they may be left over with additional, and you know that's wasteful. I don't really buy that. I've also heard this is just like, you know, their scare tactic. So they create that fear of missing out, which I did because I had intended to buy this game for a while. (laughs) And now since it's going off the store, I was like, well, guess now's the time. So I'm sure their sales are going to skyrocket. You know, I guess I'm part of the problem. But yeah, you had no choice. Like I want the game. (laughs) What am I going to do? And this is a game because of this, you know, where they're taking it away. I would have much rather have had the physical edition, but I couldn't find it anywhere. So yeah, I, I I fell right into their hands. I bought it right on the Nintendo store digitally. They could probably take that away at any time too. They could, yeah. So it is extremely dirty, and I don't like it. You know, it's funny because <laughs> I honestly didn't really even want this game, but because it was going away, <laughs> I bought it. Yeah. It's like that's not that's not right. <laughs> like I I waited literally until the last day to buy this thing, and I in the back of my head for months now. This is kind of stressed me out because like at random points during the day, whether I'm at work or I'm, you know, lying awake in, in bed, I'm thinking, you know, shit, man, I I need to get that Mario game. Yeah, what, if it's going away. what if I yeah, forget? Like, what if I can't get it? I can't get it again. This is it. Yeah. <laughs> Did like, I miss this is a date? lot of pressure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I, so it's it's messed up, man. I played Mario 64 on the N64. So that one to me was just like, eh, whatever. But I never played Sunshine and I never played Galaxy because I didn't have a Wii. And I also, I had a GameCube, but I just never played Sunshine. I never had the opportunity. That game, yeah. I feel like, goes for like a lot of money on eBay. So I was like, this is, you know, I would like to be able to play them on the Switch, but I just don't understand it. Like, it makes no sense. I, okay, if you want to stop producing it physically, but why would you take it off the store as well? Like, what if people that don't have a Switch? Yeah, they get they a Switch later on. Or you know, they ha- get it for the pro. 
the the price of these games too is going to skyrocket. I mean, they're already going above retail. I've seen some sell for over a hundred dollars on eBay, and Jeez, I I'm, man. can't wait to check that like next week and see what that goes up to. But yeah, we'll have to have an update on that, I guess. But yeah, it's 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 not good. I think it sets a, bra- a bad uh you know precedence for it because you know it, it's just this this shouldn't not this should not be how things are done. Like I understand it was like for a celebration, but like why put a cap on that? Like, why can't we celebrate Mario all the time? It's not like the game is costing them money sitting up there. They could have, you know, if I were if I were Nintendo, what I would have done, I would have made a limited production run of the physical copies. If you want to get these, you have to get in a certain window. I would have made the window shorter to get the physical copies and then just leave it on the eShop. It's like you had a chance for this limited time production run of the game. But if you really want the game, you can just download it on the eShop. Why yeah, get rid why- of it? Why put it put all that work and effort into it? And I'll tell I'm gonna be furious if this is like some kind of April Fool's joke because it is April first tomorrow. Oh my god! If they're imagine? out, they're like, you know what? <laughs> April Fools! But Nintendo <laughs> does this with everything, so it's probably not an April Fools' joke, and it's only Nintendo that does this. No other developer does this or game company. So it, it's so dirty. But I, I mean, it works because you have two people here that bought it. I was gonna buy it eventually. Yeah. And, and, you know, with Nintendo, there's really no benefit to waiting because their games never go down in price. I think Breath of the Wild, which was a launch game, is still $60. You know, they yeah. never go down in price. So there's no benefit to waiting. It was just more so like, you know, I didn't buy it at launch and then just other games came up. So it was always on my radar radar to buy. But, you know, this is their way of making you buy it, I guess. And it, it definitely worked. It did. You know, and like I said, I'm I'm really not a huge Mario fan. Like I played Odyssey. I did play Galaxy. Galaxy is really good. I think you're really going to like that game. Like Galaxy is probably the best Mario game. Um, I heard Sunshine's really good too. I've never played it. I don't really have a whole bunch of interest in playing it. And I don't really have a whole bunch of interest in playing 64. So I literally <laughs> just bought this because I didn't want it to go away without me buying it. Like well, it's so sick. I did play it the other night. I downloaded it on Monday, which I guess was two days ago at this point. And let me tell you, 64 has aged terribly. I mean, it was like, I think one of the first like 3D platformers. So they really didn't figure anything out yet. The camera is awful. It gets it in the way. It causes <laughs> deaths. It's just not fun. So I'll probably try to beat this as quick as I can. I don't really care about collecting the stars and then quickly try to get over to, to Sunshine. Galaxy is really the one I, I am excited for. And yeah, I've always enjoyed Mario games. I, I played them on the DS. Um, I played them on the SNES. Super Mario World was like one of my favorite games ever. Whatever one had Yoshi. Um, so, you know, I do enjoy them. There was a while, you know, period where I didn't have any Nintendo consoles. So I missed out on a few, unfortunately, but you know, now that I have a switch, I do like to take advantage of that and we'll see, man. I don't know. I just, it's, it's dirty. And I, you know, I, I want to see, like you said, I hope it just doesn't set the precedent for this to be a thing all the time. I hope not either. And, you know, I think, you know, the sales data for today is probably going to be like, indicating hey we should do this all the time yeah hey, we're gonna put this game out for a day because then you all have to buy it you know like <laughs> people probably would yeah i mean i have a feeling that this this game will come back again at some point in time i'm not sure how long that will be and i'm not sure in what form it will be it's very possible that this was a limited time special and they're going to release those games at full price separately which would really suck I mean, I guess it would be better than the alternative of not having it at all, but it's, I don't know, it just seems a little bit cheap. Like, I mean, these games are old games. You put them in a bundle. We see trilogy of games packaged together all the time, like Mass Effect, Bioshock, you know, Borderlands. We, we've seen it before, the whole bunch of different games. 
It's like, just keep it out. Like, I mean, and the thing is, is that these aren't even like really great remasters of these games. Yeah, they're really not. I mean, it's not really remastered at all. It was. It's the game you had on the N64. Maybe it looks a little bit better, but it's not a remaster at all. No. Um, I think they're pulling Super Mario 35, too, which is like that Battle Royale. And I don't think that's even playable at this point. No. I think it's totally non-playable after today. Yep, it's gone. Yeah, you can't play it at all. Yeah, I messaged uh I messaged John who, you know, is, he's had a few episodes on here as well. Um I messaged him and and I said uh oh, we screwed up. Uh <laughs> Mario 3D All-Stars is no longer playable. So, can you imagine if that were the case like we just misread it and you actually can't play it? Oh my god, dude. I would be yeah. Well, I made sure that that wasn't the case cuz they did say <laughs> it is going to be playable. But oh my god, I would be furious. Yeah, yeah it's then oh, I man. Just threw away. I would be charging that back so quick. I don't even care, Nintendo. You can ban my account. I don't care. It's the yeah. principle of it. <laughs> god, yeah, it's it's messed up. And it, yeah, it is odd though because they actually are also discontinuing the uh, Mario uh, Game and Watch, like the super the original Super Mario Bros. Uh, gaming uh, Game and Watch that you can buy at like Target and Walmart and stuff, um, which was like a I guess a short time run collectible. Hmm. Um, they're they're uh, getting rid of that as well, so you can still buy it at the store while they have them in stock, but they're not going to be restocked after that point. Um, no indication of like a second run or anything like that. So yeah, so that's another thing that they're kind of taking away. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah, it's it's odd. I guess I get it because, like I said, it worked, but it's I, I don't like it. It's it's a dirty tactic. <laughs> yeah, it's it makes me angry how much it worked, and they actually got me twice because. They also are taking down um, Fire Emblem Shadow Dragon as well, which is, uh, I believe, the localization of the original Fire Emblem game. And I read about that game back when I was playing Awakening on 3DS. And I'm like, man, I'd really like to you know, see where this, this series kind of started. Like, you know, that's, you know, main game or whatever. And so that was going away as two, to, two today. And that's not even a Mario game. So I ended up buying that. That one was only, I think, like $7. So it's not like it was a huge hit. And I did play a little bit of that and it's not really, it didn't really age well. So I probably won't play it. (laughs) So it's in my library. You have it. It's in your library. Can't take it away from you. Oh God. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, what if you, I don't know if you lose your switch, like, are these going to be tied to your account? Is there going to be an issue trying to redownload these games? Cause they're no longer available. Do they save in the cloud? I mean, I just don't know. So hopefully there's no issue with that, but. It just doesn't seem it doesn't seem necessary to take this thing down. It just doesn't. I think it's really stupid, but damn, it worked. It really it, worked it in did. terms of selling. Yeah, it did. So we'll see. I'll probably get baited again on some other game. I mean, I did wait a year, but like I said, I just I wish I would have got a physical copy. Like I'm just annoyed that I ran out of time, and it's nobody's fault but my own. But you couldn't you couldn't really find the physical copies. In a lot of stores, like a lot of stores didn't have them for a while. So God, that's like, imagine if Rockstar came out and said, we're releasing Grand Theft Auto for a day. Download it. I would have to buy it. (laughs) I I don't even know if you're allowed to do that. Yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah, I don't know. Is there a limit? Like, does it have to? Well, I mean, I guess they could do whatever they want if they want to stop selling it. As long as it's still playable. Like, Or they have to notate beforehand. Yeah, I feel like if another company was on the eShop and they did something similar to what Nintendo just did with this, I feel like Nintendo would be furious. Yeah. But because it's Nintendo and they're running it, they can do whatever the hell they, they want. They do whatever they want. Yeah, for real. It just seems, I don't know, it just seems really anti-consumer. 
And I don't know. It's, I mean, it's their system. They can do what they want, but it just, I don't know. It just doesn't seem right to me. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Not a fan at all. So, but yeah, we will, we'll have, uh, I guess maybe next week an update on, uh, how much these physical copies are selling for on eBay. Um, I'm going to be tracking the eBay for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Just to see what happens and see if maybe they, uh, approach PlayStation five levels of, uh, of price. I doubt that'll be the case, but who knows? It's hard to say, but yeah. Um, if, if you guys enjoyed this episode of game opinions, make sure you head on over to GamePinions.net or your favorite podcast platform. Give us a follow so you guys can, uh, join us for this, uh, journey of, uh, <laughs> of, of gaming news and bad launches and a whole bunch of other stuff. So Dakota, I think, uh, I think it's time to, to sign off. See ya.